And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Attention, people of Earth. Do not resist us. All who oppose us shall be annihilated. We command the most powerful army of monsters in the universe. They are sure to defeat your Earth monsters. All those who are hearing this are now under the control of the Earth Destruction Directive. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bots, Bugs, and Babes meets Earth Destruction Directive Part Two. And we're back with this, folks. And yes, this time we're not here talking about movies like we were last time. We actually have a really cool Kickstarter project we wanted to bring to you guys. And we have the uh, creator of the whole Kickstarter project with us, Mac McClintock. Mac, welcome to the show. Hi, great to be here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very, very cool. You know, it's it's interesting because you see a lot of, you know, you, you see a lot of uh, toy-related Kickstarters out there, a lot of them at the 1-18th, uh, you know, 4-inch scale. Those are very popular. But, uh, you know, Mac, Jay sent me this this Kickstarter link and he said, Luke, you got to see this. It's like, there's a guy is creating an original Daikaiju and they're they're then, and they're making a, a toy of it, a 30 centimeter vinyl toy. I said, you have got to be kidding me. I have got to check this out. So, uh, so that, yeah. So the, the Kickstarter we're talking about is called Titanicus, a 30 centimeter Kaiju figure, uh, by Titanic creations, LLC. It's currently live as we are recording this. And hopefully as you are listening to this, uh, on Kickstarter and, uh, it's a very cool monster we've got going on here. But, uh, first I did want to ask, like, how did you get into, uh, Daikaiju and, and giant monsters in general? Well, I think it goes back to, like, when I was right around three years old. Like, growing up, like, right around that age, I, I loved dinosaurs and all that, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, like, um, just one night on HBO or Showtime, one of those, uh, Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, the 1991 movie, mm-hmm. came on. I, I watched that, and I was just obsessed from, from then on. Yeah. And then I you got... Know it. Go ahead. Yeah. And then I... Then my dad was able to get me this, I think it was this 12-inch, I forget it was made by, it was this Godzilla 1992 figure, and I carried that thing around everywhere with me for like about two years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we all, I mean, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm guessing, just from the times you described, I'm a little bit older than you, because <laughs> yeah, you know, I, got in, I got into... You know what? Hey, you know, on hey, on this network, I'm one of the young guys, but yeah. uh, you know, but let that sink in. But no, but you know, I, I had a similar thing. You know, I was I was introduced to Godzilla when I was four years old, uh, watching uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, Ghidorah the Three Headed Monster, Rodan, and Monster Zero on a tape that that our dad put together. So I understand it. Something, I, and you know, what? I run into a lot of fans, both um, you know uh, my age and and guys older than me, and now and guys younger than me that. You know, it's something that they came up, that they got into when they were young and that mm-hmm. stuck with them ever since. It's that kind of, I think, the fascination with the the whole genre of Daikaiju and how it's put together and, and uh, the, the monstrous characters and all that that really sticks with people. So um, that's, that's you know, not I'm, I'm glad to hear that there's some kind of logic to my theory and it's not just the mad ramblings of one guy <laughs> in South Carolina. <laughs> but uh so, so like I said, this this is a very cool monster that you've uh, created here for 
Titanicus. The the subtitle of the the Kickstarter I thought was really just intriguing, and it says, "What if a kaiju was behind the sinking of the Titanic?" So, can you why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the Kickstarter and kind of its origins and uh, and and about Titanicus? Well, so Titanicus as a kind of a creature, I've been festering ever since I went to G-Fest back in 2006, and there was this model, and it was this beautiful model that had the Titanic, and had Godzilla's fins sh- shooting upright and implying that eventually Godzilla attacks the ship, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen that and, model. <laughs> sorry, Mac, I didn't, I didn't, I'm a huge modeler. I know exactly the model you're talking about. Go on, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got excited. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I saw that model, and even me when I was like nine years old, it didn't really make a lot of sense to me because Godzilla's in the Pacific Ocean and the Titanic happened in the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, yeah, I could, I, you know, it's the things like that, that, that we sometimes ask ourselves. And then we look back and it's like, well, you know, why did I worry about that? <laughs> um, so, and then I also, another, another thing is like, because when you think about the Titanic, obviously people told people that they got sunk by an iceberg. So, if you're going to have a monster attack, it had to be something that kind of had an iceberg look to it. Mm-hmm. And that's, so what really, the whole design process started with, if you look at Titanicus, there's the giant spike on his back, mm-hmm. which if, as he's swimming, it's supposed to look like an iceberg. Mm-hmm. Right. So then I didn't really do anything with it. Just kind of like one of those things you think about every now and again. And then I start. Then X Plus came out and started making all these amazing Godzilla model figures, kind of vinyl models. Yes. And I was like, I, I, I collect, I've collected a ton of those. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was around 2013, um, the guy who sculpted Titanicus, Dope Pope, started becoming really popular with his Z Godzilla series. Right, mm-hmm. yes. And those... I absolutely loved his modeling and everything. And I was able to reach out to him uh, this past summer. And we had concept art made by Amber Ansdale. She's out of California, somewhere I've never met her. But she did an awesome job with the concept art. And we were all sending that over to Dope Pope. And he created the 3D sculpt that ended up becoming the figure that was prototyped over in China. Mm-hmm. Just well, It's amazing just how much collaboration has to go into producing a 30 centimeter figure and so we get so i got all the way to getting to the figure being made and i'm like and i realized wow this thing sure it kind of if i know what the story is behind it but everyone else needs to be able to know what what it is so then i wrote a short eight page comic book that comes with the figure and is currently being illustrated by um brandon purchase who's over in the united kingdom He's done a lot of work on, um, I don't know if you've seen the artwork of the thing. Mm-hmm. He did all the, he did a lot of the illustrations in that. He's also worked a little bit on the Walking Dead series. Yes. I said, I've, I've heard his name associated with Walking Dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's doing the illustration on the eight-page comic, and then also the 24-page comic we'd produce also with the figure. That would be issue number one. Mm-hmm. And that that's going to be kind of the uh, origin story, I guess, of, of Titanicus. Or well, the origin story is the eight-page comic it's that comes okay. with the figure. I got and you. And the point, of the, like, so that's what's introduced 
people to the character, mm-hmm. and it also was supposed to get us from 1912 to present day. Right. Well, that's one of the things with giant monsters, you know, that since they're effectively immortal, you know, <laughs> you can you can play with the timeline. And and, what, and we've got uh, here on the on the Kickstarter page, and we'll have the links. Uh, mm-hmm. to the Kickstarter page in the show notes, both on uh, on the Earth Destruction Directive feed and on the uh, Bots, Bugs, and Babes feed. They've got, uh, you've got a great picture here by by uh, Brendan of uh, Titanicus, I guess, making landfall. Can't tell what city this is, but it's just amongst the flame and smoke and everything. It looks just literally looks fantastic. I, the coloring is, is very nice. It's almost like a watercolor type, which is very kind of atypical for... Um, you know, a lot of a lot of giant monster art nowadays. You think more of uh, you know, kind of the bright colors, like kind of like a Matt Zornow type of stuff. But I really like the coloring yeah. and the design here. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing seeing these comics. They, they look really cool. And the idea of I guess of you know fleshing out the story is a the concept is is great because like you say that that idea of the Titanic, this unsinkable ship being taken down by a Daikaiju. That's I've seen I've I've seen Jay I, Jay I know you've seen the model that that Mac is talking mm-hmm. about. I know I've seen I've seen pictures of it. I've seen fan art of that. So, it's a great thing to take advantage of. And Titanicus himself, I mean, he looks really badass. Yeah. You know, this is the kind of thing that you look you've got him set up here in a diorama moving through a city. It's like, man, we could get this in, you know, some suitmation, then we'd be in business. This looks fantastic, you know. He's just got a great, you know, the 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 horns all over him, the the large central spike, the really long tail. He looks like he looks like a, a monster that you could see coming out of Subaraya or Toho, mm-hmm. you know, to, to come in into uh, into some kind of mashup with somebody. Right. The other thing too is I just want to throw this in there is that um, he he has he, again he he appears to li- definitely live in that world. He lives in the, the you know he fits properly into the world of the Godzillas and the Rodans and the Ghidras, you know? Um, and yet it's unique enough where you're like, okay, like this makes sense. How come they've never had something like this or something like, you know, whatever kind of thing. So it's really great to bring in new ideas because again, uh, you know, ideas, we talk about this all the time where inspiration comes from and stuff like that. So the idea of him having the, the, the spice that looked like an iceberg is great. I mean, it, I mean, you know, I mean, Godzilla has, has has spins on his back and stuff, but they don't appear to be icebergs. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he cracks out of the iceberg, right? And um, yeah, King, King, Godzilla King Kong. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it just it, it's great. It's one of those things. I think visually, you know, um, if you think about it, in the idea of like, you know, uh, on the screen, you know, just simply. I mean, even if, you know, if you didn't know it was a Titanic, you know, you didn't have to even say the word Titanic. You don't have to everyone have to say it's a Titanic. People will know. And it's like, what is that, an iceberg? And you hit it and it's going to you know, get that idea right there. You know, if you think of it, you know, from like you when know, you put in together a movie or story, that's a great catch. And then it leads to the title. I mean, you'd have the, everybody hooked immediately. And, um, you know, when I, when I, cause like I was saying to you before, your dad had shared, um, had commented on this on Twitter and I said, Oh my God, I got to check this out. And that's when I sent it to Luke. When I saw the idea of it sinking the Titanic, I'm like, Oh my God. Like it just, it's one of those, it's like, um, uh, remember the movie speed? I know Luke remembers the movie speed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The yeah, bus, yeah. The, Reeves and, the bus yeah. goes over this and it can't go below that. You're like, what a great idea. And no one had that idea before. See what I'm yeah. saying, right? The one, the, yeah, the one I idea. always kick, the one I always kick myself with, and this is a little bit of a comic thing. When Jeff Johns comes out and said, "Oh yeah, there's all these different colored lantern cores, and they all work on different emotions, and red is anger," and you're like, "God, 
damn it, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a... You know. So, anyway. Uh, what, one other thing I want to... Um, one of the other rewards here in the Kickstarter that's really, really cool, actually, is the, the, the T-shirt mm-hmm. with this really great piece of art. Now, um, who did the art for the T-shirt? Um, I actually don't have his name. I, it was a really confusing username. He's located in Puerto Rico. Okay. He did... Um, uh, it was I think his name was Jason. Yeah, it was Jason and a bunch of numbers afterwards. And I found him on Freelancer. Mm-hmm. And I he he got it done in about two days, and it just turned out fantastic. Yeah. I was, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, right there, that's marketing one hundred and one killer shirt. You you yeah. look at that shirt, and it, it from across the room, you know exactly what you're looking at, right? You don't need it. It, it tells you a story without being cluttered. It's, you know, it's simple enough to give you the full story, but yet there's enough going on where your eye is drawn to it. I mean, can, can you ask for more out of, I know, like, like yeah. ooh, you know, kind of thing. It, it catches your attention. Even if you don't like giant monsters, I mean, I'll be honest, they're, those people need help. But, yeah, um, you know, on, like, you, it, it draws your eye in, and that's important. It, it looks great. So. Yeah, that. I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll be I'll be completely frank. A lot of times you get these Kickstarters and you get kind of deep into the into the the, the reward levels. And I go, oh, it's a T-shirt. And a lot of times to me, it's like, do I really need another black T-shirt? You know, mm-hmm. and and, and you know, we're black we're, T-shirt, someone's logo and like a Kickstarter logo on it. Right. It's like, you know, I mean, it's, it's cool when it was Mystery Science Theater 3000, but it's yeah. like, you know, and eh, for a lot of this stuff, do I really need that T-shirt? This one, I look at and I say, man, I can wear that to Gen Con. I can wear that to Heroes Con. I can wear that to any, you know. G Fest, anything like that, and that's going to be something that people are going to say, "Hey, that's cool," you know. Yeah. So that 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 I, I just wanted to bring that up because that that is really neat. And what what I like also is that, like you say, it's it's a different artist, so it looks it's a different take on him. It's a, a more a slightly um uh slightly more almost cart not I want to say cartoonish, but that's not the right word. Yeah. Uh, it's more like that's a right, clean like, like a it's more like a comic like a more comic book style than yeah. the comic. But the comic yeah. is a more like I said more painted style so right. it's really it's a very kind of traditional four color image here yeah very very cool well it's like you were saying luke the the uh, the the image of him with the fire and stuff look has that watercolor feel to it that very right. different feel and this feels much more like you would get from a comic book uh you know kind of thing i'm thinking um you know kind of in the uh herb trimpy and those guys you know back in the yeah. day you know kind of stuff um it has mm-hmm. a different feel uh, which is good and, and i think that's important too because what have we learned about Godzilla for all these years, right? Every yeah. Godzilla is different, right? But everyone yeah. has their favorite. And, you know, some people like, you know, the Burning G and some people like GMK and some people like whatever. But each one of them is Godzilla in their own way. And mm-hmm. it shows that this doesn't have to be, you know, I mean, you have the actual uh, physical 30 centimeter. And we're t- saying 30 centimeters. Some people might not realize that's like 11 and it's a like half a inches. Yeah, almost a foot, right? And he's pretty long, too. Uh, you know, he's, he's 70 centimeters, six, I think, right? 70, yeah, centimeters 70 centimeters. So he's about two feet long. He is, yeah. he is no, there is no, there is no X, X, uh, plus, uh, right. X plus, right. That's the, I, yeah. I, I was going to say yeah. sideshow, but sideshow doesn't make these things. They, there's yeah. no X plus figure. That's going to be like, ah, who's this guy? He's going to be on the <laughs> shelf holding his own. That's what that says to me as somebody who has, uh, a number of the X plus pieces, the GMK and the, uh, Sanda and Gaia and those things like that. They, they, you won't lose this guy on the shelf. You know what I'm saying? Like when he's up there. So, um, yeah. but you know, it's just nice to see a different rate. I mean, cause you see the way he looks in the physical model, the way he looks in the, in the, the comic book art and the way he looks in the shirt. And I think it, what it gives people is that, you know, um, 
that there's a clear vision of what he is as a monster uh, or a creature. Um, but, you know, also the artist that's doing it has their interpretation of what's there and it leaves it. So it's not, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like if we, when there's only like when, if there's only one movie of something ever and it never, there's never any other version of it ever, it's that one thing. But when things can be different and evolved, it lets people come at it sometime from a different place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very cool. It's very, very cool stuff. Now, um, one other thing here, Mac, you later on, further on down in the, in the campaign page, you say that, uh, you guys have plans to create many more and have a second monster ready in the design queue and then an ongoing series with the monsters. Anything you want to tease us about stuff that might be coming on down the pike? So there's, we have cur- currently within the next month, there should be two other prototypes for the Titanic, for Titanic is that monster. That should be mm-hmm. ready to, for pre-orders basically. And then we have, there's Nosferdon, which if you go look at our Facebook page, we have the concept art on there. And then there's the Griffin monster. Both of those are just about being done sculpted. And we'll be, mm-hmm. we'll probably have those, like you'll be able to see the prototypes of the figures for those probably around June. And what we're going to do with all these figures is every figure is going to come with the eight page comic book as an origin story. And then the on running series, all of these monsters are going to kind of converge into one simultaneous storyline. And then we also have plans after we produce right around four or eight monsters. We also are working on creating a board game. And mm. really feel that's an underserved market as far as Kaiju go. Cause I mean, yes, I think it's attack. Tokyo is about the only like really, mainstream one you'll find out uh king uh you know, the king, king, of uh, king of tokyo yeah yeah wow that, there's not that really is... any beautiful miniature game yeah yeah but the only the, the only because the only minis game um that i could think of for daikaiju is is monster apocalypse which is i'm pretty sure at this point is not really supported anymore that was yeah, it's um, completely out of print now yeah and that one the, the miniatures were nice in it but they were all pre-painted Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I've, I've dabbled in games workshop. I know about, uh, painting minis. <laughs> I've got about 3000 points of dwarves that, that have been sitting, you know, waiting to fight somebody for a couple of years upstairs. But, uh, um, no, I think you're right. And you know what, you know, it's interesting because I said earlier that you see a lot of Kickstarters for toys and action figures, but really Kickstarter is like this amazing platform for board games mm-hmm. so i think i think you're definitely on the right track with that and you know there there are um there there are a few besides king like i said king of tokyo is kind of the, the really well-known one there's a few other um uh, kaiju based uh board games at least one of them has come through kickstarter uh but as but not you can say none of them are miniatures games and i think that's i think you're right on because yeah. that's such a natural thing for a giant monster fan to want you know, representation of their, of their monster, right? You know, that's, that, that was the whole point that, um, back when Daikaiju became a genre that Toho had this idea that, Hey, if we give a monster permanence and personality, that's something that we can market and people will want to see the monster. And so I think that that's, that sounds really cool. I I am, I am definitely going to be logging into Facebook and checking out the Griffin because I am a huge Griffin <laughs> fanboy. So you have my interest in completely peaked right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Mac. As soon as you said Griffin, I like started giggling because I'm like, oh, you just said the key word for him because 
Um, <laughs> if, if you haven't gathered, I mean, Luke is talking about, obviously, Games Workshop stuff, him playing Warhammer. Um, I'm a modeler, I build, but the one thing we've done since, what, 92, right, Luke? I mean, play Magic the Gathering and, you yes. know, kind of thing. And uh, yes. Griffins are a staple of uh, my brothers. As much as I will take anything that's red or black and that's evil and demonic and whatever, there's a griffin coming at me somehow, and I better have something to kill a flying because it's going to happen. <laughs> or he'll have a fleet of them. That's the worst part of it. It's like, how many griffins do you have? Oh, you'll see, you know, kind of thing. Uh. <laughs> So, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, I, what I, what I, what I always love, and I was just reading on the Kickstarter page a little bit, you know, before we spoke, um, you know, that you had other ideas going on and your dad actually had said, oh yeah, he's got a bunch of other ideas and you think about a game. And I'm like, man, how many times do you see people go into Kickstarter and they're like, they got like the beginning of an idea and they're like, we got to get ahead of this. And clearly you put a lot of a thought into all this stuff. You've thought of where this can go and how this can grow instead of just being like, okay, we're going to get this hopefully done. It's like, look, I have a plan. I know what I want to do. I have ideas for other things. It's not just like, Oh, now I need to make another one. Like, you know, by doing that, you've created already your own mini universe. That's again, you know, can grow and expand, but it's not as hard then for you. Like, okay, let's, how do I shoehorn someone into this? Like those guys already fit because they're all part of what you created. So that's great stuff right there. Um, I, I will, I will say this though. Uh, you know, the, the idea of a, 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 a miniature game with, uh, the models, um, I'm assuming they must be smaller than third than 30 centimeters. Would you, would you agree? <laughs> quite the board game. That I'm saying about. that would be one heck of a board game. Like I played yeah, some board it'd games. Be, it, well, it'd, it'd be like Weta, you know. They don't make miniatures; they make bigatures. Yes. <laughs> you know. I'm just saying. I mean, at, at 30 centimeters, uh, this might be hard. I mean, this might not be able to fit in the back room of some, you know, comic book shop. This is going to be in, have to be in the main, the main draw. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I mean, obviously, I know you mean miniatures, but even then, if you think about it, even things, um, you know, companies like Reaper and stuff like that who make miniatures in either metal or they make them in the, the Reapers or that's the soft, you know, the bones lines and stuff like that. Um, none of them have Kiaju. I'm trying to think, except for maybe one piece in the entire Reaper line. Anything that's, you know, like would be that would be a dragon. So this is unique yeah. in that alone, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, and I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, as, as cool as, and I, and I, I mean, I already backed the project and Luke backed the project. We're definitely in on this thing. Uh, as cool as, you know, the, the 30, the 30 centimeter guy looks, if I could to paint my own, that's like, that makes it even better to me. I love painting, you know, creatures and monsters and, you know, uh, jazzing them up, you know, kind of thing. So very, very yeah, cool. I've heard a lot of people say they want like an unpainted version. Mm-hmm. It's just really hard to get the Chinese manufacturer we're working with to kind of cooperate because right now we're only going to produce a thousand of mm-hmm. these and that's a minimum order for right. them so they, they want you to fit into their specific parameters and everything it's just oh right no yeah no i i, I, I definitely I, I i hear that definitely definitely hear that i'm saying is but in the idea of the, when you get to the minis game you know kind of thing and that yeah, idea I, I would assume we'd leave those unpainted yeah 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 because you know what though i mean because as much as uh the guys who who do minis and, and there are guys who do minis that, you know, blow me away what they can do with the mini. Uh, the idea of doing a doing Daikaiju creatures is such a rare thing in the miniature world. It's going to hit, you know I mean? That's something people are like, Oh, it's cause it's not just another dragon. It's not just another dragon. You know what I'm saying? It's something different. And I think that's really, you know, 
it's it's great, dude. It's that's 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 you know th- thinking ahead, not just I got this small idea that well maybe it'll work. It's like I got an idea and I know how to grow this and I know where I want to go with things. It's it's that to me is stuff I love to hear when we're trying to you know um, you know expand the world of monsters. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. So, uh, all right. So, um, I, uh, I guess, Mac, just let me open the floor to you. Is there anything uh, you want to ask us or you want to you know, put out there for the listeners as far as Titanicus or anything else you got going on? Um, just that, like, right now the Kickstarter is at 20, right at $20,000 with about 12 days to go. And I know a lot of people are disconcerned about backing something that they are worried would not get funded. And just that it's not really if you back in, it doesn't get fun. It's not a risk to you because you don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure that everyone is clear. If you haven't had any experience on Kickstarter, you are completely safe as a backer. If it doesn't get funded, we're not going to take your money and then you're not going to get anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd be surprised the number of people that still believe that. Yeah. That, I mean, Kickstarter has been around for quite a while at this point. I want to say the first, I mean, I've been using Kickstarter for at least, at least as long as Rift Tracks has been doing them, and that was right. what 2015 or so. So, but so you, I don't know. It just it just seems like I, I, you know, you're with this is complete shoot. I'm not making this up. You were the second person today, the second person running a Kickstarter that has said pretty much that exact same thing. That you know, people still don't understand that if you if you back and it doesn't go, you're you're not you're you're not gonna you know you're not out the money. We're not gonna you know run off cackling into the night with your money, but. Uh, yeah, so like I said, I'm I'm deaf. Like I said, uh, folks, take a look at the show notes. The name of the Kickstarter is Titanicus, a 30 centimeter kaiju figure. The links are going to be in the show notes. I'm also going to post the links uh, on the, the Facebook page, and I'll put it up on the, on the Twitter for those who follow me on that. And please go check this out because this this is a really really cool looking product, a very cool monster. And uh, I'd, I'd really like to see this get going because I think this is uh, uh, the ground floor of something that looks really really cool and. Uh, frankly, just, you know, I'm, I'm backing this. I don't mind saying that. I'm not actually associated with the project in any way other than being a backer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay and I, when Same we thing. were just so excited about this that we wanted to reach out and, and you know, get get you guys, get you, get the campaign some attention, you know. Yeah, so, yeah and I really do appreciate that. You know, uh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm always willing to back something that's creative and something that, I, that I'll enjoy, you know. Uh, that's, um, I've... You know, it, it's it's if you if you look at my history on Kickstarter, it, it's all things. It's like, yep, I can see Luke back in that. So mm-hmm. it's all, <laughs> and this very yeah. much falls in yeah. line with that. So I'm, yeah. <laughs> and 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 the key thing is too, and this is one of the thing. You know, uh, as somebody who's, I mean, I've backed, not you know, like like we said, we back numbers of Kickstarters, not just Rift Tracks and Misty and things like that, but I have friends who uh, started out with a, with, you know, just. I'm not kidding. It was a couple of, you know, texts back and forth. Do you think this might work? I'm not sure. How do you think? And it started small. And then all of a sudden now we have I, my buddies on like his fourth or fifth different one. And he's had a game that's been growing and growing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, it's one of those things we again, Luke and I have no, uh, you know, we're not part of the, your, your LLC. We're not part of your company. We're just two fans saying, wow, this needs to happen. People need to hear about this because I'll be honest with you. There's plenty of times. Um, that, I mean, like, you get busy with life, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, something will come on to Kickstarter and if you're not, a, you know, checking Kickstarter and no one, you know, kind of tells you about something, you might miss something really cool, you know? And, yeah. I've, I've had, I've had that happen numerous times just yeah. looking at the website and you're like, wow, I wish I could have backed that. And then yeah. a lot of these projects, you can't get them after the Kickstarter at yeah. all. 
Yeah, that's that, and that's that's the problem. I mean, some things they're like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll you know we can do whatever. But you know, sometimes you're like, that's a really cool. Thing. I would love to have had that. Oh man, I can't get in on it. And it's one of those things that I would hate to see people you know not know about it. So uh, as much as you know, I mean, obviously uh, they're the fans of Earth Destruction Directive and the Two True and and um, Bots, Bugs, and Babes, and everyone on the Two True Freaks Network. Um, we're gonna put it out there. We'll both tweet it out. We'll both put it on our all our respective pages. We'll put it on in the show notes and stuff like that because I think people need to, you know, uh, you know, see this. I mean, this is something that you know I think a lot of people might not have seen yet, and we still have time to get this going. And uh, you know, I'm all for as you know, getting more giant monsters. My daughter, uh, I showed her the picture. She's like, "Daddy, that's so cool!" And you know, because you know, so the seven-year-old thinks it's cool, but I mean, this is a child who knows her monster. She's like, "That's really cool." And I was like, "Yeah, well, Daddy's gonna talk to her. That's cool. Like, that's what we need people doing. Maybe have that, like, you know, that's cool. Let me go in there and do it. And even if you know, some of you are saying, "Wow, wow, thirty centimeters." Check it out, guys. There's all kinds of stuff on there. I mean, even the comic books and stuff like that. I know some guys are big comic book guys. This is a, a comic book that. Let's be honest. Uh, you've never seen it before. It's, you know, kind of thing. It'd, it'd be great. So, um, you know, and, and thank you very much for coming on. I know I know you're you're busy, uh, you know, the hectic, you know, this that life gets to, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, you know, we really, really want to make sure that people, uh, you know, can can see this and appreciate what we what we really just, you know, kind of came up the other day. And I said, and this is quick. You know, it was one one tweet, I saw something, I shared it to my brother. Within minutes, we were talking about, like, okay, we, let's find out who the guy who runs this thing is. Let's get him on here, you know, kind of thing. So that's a little behind the scenes, yeah, it, folks. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, uh, like I said, guys, go, go, uh, Magnus, uh, I'll, I'll, you got anything else? You want to? Uh, no, I ain't got anything else to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, this podcasting thing, we went to school for this. You know, yeah. It's, it's a, <laughs> yeah. Segway school alone just, you yeah. know, costs so much. I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't lie. But, uh, <laughs> all right. So again, Mac, thank you very much for taking uh, a little bit of time to talk to Jay and I tonight. Everybody out there, please go check out. Um, the the Kickstarter for Titanicus, a 30-centimeter kaiju figure. And they said the links will be in the show notes. And, uh, Mac, thank you once again. And until next time, keep them stomping and keep watching the skies. This has been Earth Destruction Directive, a Dai Kaiju podcast, produced and created by me, Luke Giaconetti as part of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, available at twotruefreaks.com. This is a fan work celebrating the history and culture of Japanese giant monsters. All movies, TV shows, comic books, characters, and other intellectual property is copyright their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended or implied. If you'd like to send an email to the show, you can email me at earthdestructiondirective at yahoo.com. I respond to all emails, and if you send in some comments, I'll read them on the show. All episodes of Earth Destruction Directive can be found at twotruefreaks.com. You can also find the show on iTunes. Just search for Earth Destruction Directive. You can even leave an iTunes review if you want. You can get in touch with the show on Facebook. Just search for Earth Destruction as the first name and Directive as the last name. You can also get in touch with me on Twitter 
with the handle LJACONE. That's L-J-A-C-O-N-E. And if you want to buy something discussed on the show, head on over to twotruefreaks.com and click on the Amazon.com link on the front page. Any items you buy during your session on Amazon.com will help keep the lights on, and it won't cost you anything extra. Thanks for listening, and be sure to come back next time for more city-stomping fun on Earth Destruction Directive. Tune in next time to hear the crusty old podcaster from Oklahoma say, There's a WTF (laughs) moment if I ever saw one. Well, it's big and terrible. More frightening than I ever thought possible.